Welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast. We're on episode 30, and this is Erhan Altai, joined by... Omerit. Big Gumble. Matt. Shirelia. I like how Erhan had to say Erhan Altai. You know, he's got to let us know I, his last name is Altai. I, I said Erhan, and then I was like, oh wait, I always say Altai. So then I, I, I filled it in. You said your full <laughs> name instead. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we're yet another podcast. How was everyone's week so far, guys? It's going all right. Just got Not back to Monday. Vegas. That's right. Vegas. Yeah. Feel good. Are you excited for the presidential debate? Uh, is that you're going to be your big plans? Actually, they're, they're holding a whole bunch of them here, um, but I've I've never been to one, I, and I don't think I will be going to one. <laughs> that, that, that's where the party's at, right? It's the drinks, the drinks, the, the bar's open, all right? It's Vegas. Yeah. Nobody, nobody parties like the GOP. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I played First Assault uh, a bit. Um, game came out yesterday. Uh, it's kind of meeting some mixed criticism, which isn't too surprising. Uh, but it, it's it's fun enough, I guess. We all played in the press release. Oh, that's suffered. right. We all had the pleasure of our participating in some kind of press event for Ghost in the Shell Online, something complex, first assault, multiplayer online game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> There's a colon in there, too. Don't forget the colon. <laughs> the game's name is a bit long. That's why, that's why they're just calling first assault now. So wait, you guys didn't actually get to play? No, we did. We did. The... We did. I mean, did you guys play like an actual game? I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. How the hell? Versus that other press people and hopefully kick their asses. We, I feel like we we represented Mozo.com pretty well over there. Right. We're the only ones that ask questions. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk a little about first assault. What, what do you guys think about that format? Because I've I've played Combat Arms. I've played you know format. AVA. I've played literally. Every single one of these shooting games, at least a decent amount of some of them, crossfire, everything, right? All right. And the problem I get is all of these games, First Assault included, I feel like they're all the same. They're all built on the same exact, like, <laughs> lobby-based engine. Even, like, just moving around feels the same. The guns feel the same. Do you guys get that vibe or is that just Okay, me? I'm going to defend the game right now. Ready? I, I agree with you. It's not, it's not a revolution, but it is a good evolution. Oh, the, you the had genre. to rhyme it. You had to bust oh. that rhyme. Okay, so I'm watching. I'm rewatching our uh, press video yeah. um, as I'm talking, and it does a few small things right. Additions to the genre. For example, before the game starts, you know, like everything is matrix-like, and you can kind of explore the map. Yeah, I like that. I, I like I that. I, I, I'm usually not the one that to, to, to brazenly say something stupid. That was pretty stupid. But why? Because you can't see shit. It's all like matrix-like. And Whoa! Like, uh, this is sci-fi. It's the future. It's like it's supposed to like explore the map, right? But too bad you can't remember any like specific landmark because it's you're all. You're jacking in. You know, Omer hates his immerse, immersive qualities. Go on no. to the next point. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I like the little. Even though I was bad at it in the in the press thing, the mm-hmm. subtle like the skills that each character has, it's a nice touch. Uh, I, again, I I kind of sucked with it. I was a stealth lady and I I couldn't really put off well. But it, it's nice that it was there. You know, the, the big draw is supposed to be, as far as I'm concerned, is the skill sync, right? Mm-hmm. So some of the characters, about half of them, uh, they activate their skill, and if anyone's nearby and the person activating their skill has the second tier of their skill, which takes time to build up, then they share their skill with other players. So like you go, if you're the major and you go invisible, you can make people around you go invisible. So I guess at, a, you know, at face value, there's supposed to be some tactical element there. No uh, one's gonna do that in pubs. But that's so, the thing. It's like in pubs, it'll never come through. So, so wait, you're telling me that the big draw to the game is that the whole game feels the same, but you can share your skills. Yes, you are not like, selling it well. 
<laughs> no, I'm not trying to sell. I don't have to sell it. My my budget doesn't. My my. If you like Ghost in the it. Shell, you'll play it. If yeah. you like shooting games, you'll play it. There's a certain audience out there that just wants to play some shooting games, and for some reason they don't want to play CS:GO. They don't want to play the mage. They just want to play something a little bit different, and it is a little bit different. So it's also going to be free. It's five bucks I now, know. early access, but it will be free. Counter Strike costs money. Yeah. So I mean, that's... I I thought that um one thing that I thought they did right. It's it's a character based shooter, but when you're looking at the enemy team, they're just, like, generic bad guys. So it kind of <laughs> gives you, like... You're not shooting, like, Bato with Bato. Mm -hmm. So it's it's never weird like that. But um, there's also an inherently flawed thing where if you have to change the characters on the other side to make it make sense, mm -hmm. it, it possibly doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. I have a big gripe with character-based games like this. So this is actually my what pisses me off. So when you first start the game, you're asked to select your character, mm -hmm. but you have you don't you, you have no idea how they play. Once yeah. you select your character, you're locked in. So now, what if I end up hating that playstyle? Now I have to grind out until yeah. I can buy a new character. I make you account, new. right? You make a new account. That's the thing is, or, but in early access, it costs five bucks. Yeah. So so am I going to make a new account? No, I'm just going to stop playing. I, you at least need some type of trial for these characters. I think that's so restricting. And do, to do me, you, that, that do, you know, do you know what game did that really well? Uh. Nope. Skyforge, come on! The, the whole you test out all oh, the classes. Oh, you tested out. That's true. You're right. Skyforge <laughs> did do that really well, and I actually did test out every class in that little simulator. So you, and I appreciate you're right that. about first assault, though. It did do that thing pretty stupid. You could still see like a little bit of gameplay because when you click on each character, you can see like a little highlight. Enough. But so, guys, yeah, guys, this, this is early access. You tell them that you want it, they'll give it to you. Maybe. That's okay. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them right now. Next time, don't make you pay to win, but we'll see if they if they go pay to win eventually. <laughs> You, you yeah, know what you guys were saying earlier about how they f it feels like every other shooter, but I mean, isn't that sort of something that you want to have in your game for shooters? Because you want it to kind of be familiar, but like have different elements to it, right? Agreed. agreed. Well, then yeah, there's also Cause, the thing. Because if it isn't the same, then it's like it's gonna piss everyone off, right? Because then they're not. <coughs> excuse me. They're just not familiar with the, the the, the gameplay then, right? Yeah, I I think if you, for this genre, the lobby-based free-to-play shooter, you need like I said earlier, you need to uh, evolve the genre. You cannot be, you know, you know doing a revolution. Yeah. And then uh, also, it is the way it is because it works. I mean, you you can't change it too much, or it's not gonna like feel right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess don't expect anything too different out there. I mean, expect a sci-fi version of you know Combat mm -hmm. Arms or something like that, which is a sci-fi goes to the shell. Quality, uh, the art style and stuff, but it's it's nothing too revolutionary, which is okay. You know, yep. it does some things right. If you want to play a shooting game, a shooter, it's it's worth checking out. But I do want to talk about that pricing model real quick because bring it up. Let's this, go. This pisses me time. off. All right, Gummy was pissed off about the character thing. I get pissed off about this early access thing because listen, it's go a ahead. free to play game. Okay, you don't. Why is it free to play game cost money in early access? It's H one Z one free to play, don't you know? But it's <laughs> it's stupid. It's frustrating. Why? Oh. What it's, I would it's never so pay. that they keep out the people that are going to have a bad impression anyways. And if you really want to play it, you pay for it, and you put money in, and it keeps out all the people that are just going to come in, complain about how it's just going to be free to play, and it's a terrible game, and you shouldn't play it. Well, how much are we talking on. though? Five dollars is the entry fee. I mean, oh, that's, that's not bad. That's really, if you're going to price it anything, I'm happy that it's five dollars. And it's on Steam, guys, guys so it's really titles. accessible. Okay. And there are plenty of early access titles asking for twenty dollars, fifty dollars. Member pl uh, planetary annihilation, a hundred dollars. So, I mean, 
to be fair, to give them some credit, the lowest price point is acceptable. While I agree it's bullshit to charge money for a game that's going to be ultimately free to play, if they had to pick a price, okay. I'm okay with $5. I give them credit yeah, for the $5 price point. However, however, it's still $5. And I, I understand where Matt's coming from. With You don't want to expose the game to too many people. That's fine. What was wrong with the closed beta, open beta rollout, you know? They could have done a, a more public closed beta, or uh, as exclusive as they want, you know? As is, if somebody pays $5, Matt was trying to say that it would uh, kind of limit as many people playing so they don't get, you know, if you really want to play, you got to pay for that impression. And, you know, everybody won't judge the game too quickly. But if you pay like $5 or $20, what was the highest founder's early access? Bill? $30. $30. 30 yeah. And if the game is buggy regardless, you're like, this game is shit and he's going to leave. He's going to have that same problem, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like closed beta is actually is even better. Because well, if you pay for something, you expect more, regardless, even if it's early access. Well, well, well like actually, the issue there's, with... oh, go ahead. there's actually... <laughs> go ahead. Take it, man. Take it. Take okay. It <laughs> Anyways, there's actually been a lot of debates about um, free-to-play games and paying more for mm-hmm. games and like how it may actually force someone to sit through it instead of them leaving immediately because they paid for it and they need to get their money's worth. Yeah, cognitive dissonance. You, you want to review it more favorably or, or not regret Some your costs. purchase. Um, I'm going to give a Ghost and Shell a pass here only because this is this is not the first game doing this. You know, it's this is this is pretty pretty well established now that a game that's going to be free to play if the early access costs money, you know, it's it's not out of the ordinary anymore. H1Z1 is still twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. So like I I think it's I think it's fine because. Um, I mean, Omer was saying that he would rather it be a closed beta, but if it's closed beta, then it's random. Like, what if, like, I really want to play it? I just can't, right? I'm just, I'm screwed, right? Okay, okay, I understand. You want to pay for closed beta access if you want. However, then they could have done it with the early access on Steam for that bundle. You get, you get some, if you pay $5, you get early access and you get something else too, right? Oh, do they not give you anything at all? No, you get something, you get something, you get something, right? But why not make it a closed beta for anyone that wants to have a chance to apply for free? I've also got two other points here, though. So, when I did the interview with um, the people at Sea Tribe who do Haven and Hearth, mm-hmm. there was that whole point about they started selling a way to make money with real cash in a way, like the Plex type thing, mm-hmm. because people were going to do the whole real money transaction for in-game cash or items or whatever anyways. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be the ones that were making money off of it, not someone else. So people were going to be selling the closed beta keys regardless. Yeah. But now they're the ones that make money, and in return, the user gets a little bit extra. You get an exclusive skin if you you purchase $4.99. MPV5A weapon skin. And the fact that five bucks makes it a little more palatable. All right, the game is free to play when it comes out. Okay, you're not entitled to it whenever you know you want. Right, again, it's it's not that big of a deal because it's five bucks regardless. Right. So I mean, it it just in general, I'm not a fan of free to play games. That, well, the games that will be free to play end up charging money for beta access. I've I've just never been a fan of that personally. But I mean, it's for five bucks. Whether it's a founder's pack, I'll let him go. I'll let him go. Down. I want to bring up one more it, thing. It could about... be a lot worse, though. It yeah. could be you're paying a sub and a box fee, and still have to pay twenty five dollars for a sparkle pony. <laughs> well, one more thing about this before we move on, because we've been on Ghost in the Shell for a while. Oh, well, you, you compared it uh, earlier to uh, Dirty Bomb, also published by Nexon. Mm-hmm. So uh, talk a little bit about that. Like, both games have like classes, characters with skills, and they're yeah. shooters. It's similar, but I I, I would say. Uh, 
probably Dirty, Dirty Bomb is more unique because it feels more like a MOBA in that every character has its own set of stuff. You still have characters, but you had more variety in each character in Dirty Bomb. It's almost like what makes your character in Ghost in the Shell was just you get the ability and you still have access to the same weapons, don't you? Like every class gets access to the same M4A1s, AKs and stuff. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, you also yeah. have your little perk abilities. That you yeah, yeah. You get you get perks and stuff. But. Oh, let's talk about that a little. We didn't even mention it. So in Ghost in the Shell, a few games do this now. You could add add-ons to your guns, right? Like a scope, mm-hmm. this, that. Yeah. And they, and they all give you different stats. So that that was a pretty cool feature. I like that. Yeah. It's a level of like, well, customization, a little bit of identity. Wait, I can't remember who was the one saying that we needed parts instead of cards. Was that, that was Aaron? me for Paladins. This is completely ironic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it, so the way this game handled customization. I feel like the you know Paladins could have done it that way, but I don't want to go into that again at this time. <laughs> right. so, so, so like um, I, I didn't actually get to play in the the press game that you guys played in. So I have a, a question as a person that plays all the FPS games. Do um, are the guns like skill based? Like, do, do you have spray patterns, or is it just kind of like Call of Duty? Like, am I just yeah. running around? It's like, like it's like it's like down? combat arms. That's the best way. I, to... I, I I haven't played combat arms. That's is it is it like fun. do you have do you have to stop to shoot, or is it like I can just run around and have 100% no, you, no, you, you, no, you, you, you have to stop the shoot. It's like a tactical shooter in that regard. Okay, I mean that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. Also, okay. I only, I only, we all, I only use one gun in the in the game I played. So yeah, I can't really comment, but it, it did feel like I had to aim and stuff. Like it, it wasn't just like, right. you know, it wasn't like Quake or something. <laughs> Guys, I'm making an executive call. We're going past Ghost in the Shell now. Right? All right, well, sounds good. Shell. Thank God. All right, we got uh, one bit of news I, I thought was pretty interesting. I just saw this just now actually. There's a private server for WoW. Called uh, Nostralius. Yep, we mentioned this before. In the and podcast. they've gotten ten thousand concurrent players on their. Uh, wow! Wow! That's pretty impressive. Ten thousand concurrent players are playing vanilla WoW. Echo of Soul has four hundred right now. Okay, <laughs> there, you, there you go. You have a game like Echo of Soul, and then you have a, a vanilla WoW. Server. So let me find that quick uh, YouTube video for this to show you guys too. Well, this is just a Zulgarub trailer, but whatever. Yeah, I, I think we played the Nostrilus uh, <clears throat> official trailer on the podcast before. It's a really nice trailer if you can find it. Oh, uh, fine. This is Zulgarub. Let me find that one. Oh, yeah. No, they I, have their I, own trailer. Probably on their website. Yeah. I think the real thing to take away from this is that we have 10,000 people who are stuck in 10 years ago. Yes. <laughs> uh, myself included. I'm still nostalgic, all right? I mean, I would actually, I would consider playing this before Here. Modern WoW any day. That's true. Uh, I don't think I'd play this, but I'd rather play I this would consider than it. Yeah, current exactly. WoW. All right, uh, all right, guys, the genre is leaving you guys behind. Come on. No, no, no. I would rather play this than the current WoW, I said. Not, not, not like, I still wouldn't play either, right? Yeah, me either. <laughs> okay, but there is, okay, there's, there's a lot to be said about Vanilla WoW. It, it has its, it, it's, a, it's a much different experience, okay? You it's a much better get, experience than today's WoW, that's for sure. Today's WoW has a lot more content, things to explore, places to do, okay? It's a lot more full, today's WoW. Uh, Vanilla WoW was just more challenging experience and arguably better experience because of that. But I would disagree with you. I don't think it has content today because the content is so easy and it's so, like, um, you don't even stop to notice it. You just run through, you know, you dodge 90% of the content. Yes, mm-hmm. but you can so, still do the, the more difficult raids on the, the heroic modes and stuff, and, and then they become like Vanilla but, WoW. Do you ever coordinating 40 people? To, yeah, yes. to do a raid. There's no more 40-man raids, right? Those nope. were, I think yeah. the most is like 20 now. If it, it, I think it went down to 25 or something, and then it went down again. 40-mans were great. <laughs> AQ 40. Mm. Okay, but, but what, what I find the most amazing is... Um, I think they're 15 now, actually, by the way. 15. But, uh, 15. <laughs> How did it go from 40 to 20 to 15? Well, you only need one healer. <laughs> anyway, uh, what a what joke. I, what, what I found remarkable about this... 10,000 concurrent players. They had, I think, six months ago, they put a video saying they had 5,000. They doubled. And oh, in yeah. that time, you have so many, like, 
recently launched games like Echo of Soul, for example, though it's it's you know a bit of an old game now in Asia, it's somewhat new in America. They have like 350 people on Steam, so it's almost like the market is saying there's so many people they want an MMO, they want to play something, and there's nothing new coming out that is appealing to like, enough people, so they're all they're all sticking back with the old games, which is why you know you look at games like Mu Online and they're still popular. Like Mu Online is is old, and there's so many new games and people just people. Are, people are trying the new games and they're just going back to their old favorites. That's why RuneScape is still popular. That's why yeah. Tibia is still popular. E- even EverQuest recently launched a new uh, progression server and it's doing, you know, it's filling up. Probably, it's probably got more players than EQ2 does at this point. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's just a very weird dynamic we're seeing today. It's just so many old games are still bringing in the big box, have the large player bases. New games, they're popular for a while, but they quickly fade away. What do you guys think about that? Well, you see, the thing is... These old games, like the ten thousand, are nice and all, but that means what? Probably like fifty to a hundred thousand max as a total audience, which is relatively small in the world of AAA games. Yes. And I mean, when when you look at it that way, it, it's not really all that impressive. Here, here's how. Here's how. Here's why I think it's impressive. If you go to Steam stats, and you'll see how many games have more than ten thousand players online at once. Take a look. Not that Not many. many. And these are Not these are of the entire Steam network. And obviously this is this was an event, you know. Obviously 10,000 is not an accurate representation of their average player base. I would say average 3,000 maybe, okay? But still, if you look on here, it w- if it was on Steam at 10,000, it would be top 30. Yeah, it's I think it's remarkable. Yeah. I think so too. I, I think ten- I don't think it's fair to compare them to AAA games. I think it's more fair to compare them to games like H1Z1, Rust, you know, those kind of games. Or even like, just look at the new MRPs that launched today. You got, you know, like Trove and stuff. You got uh, Arcade has two thousand players on that are using it on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, how many people also, do you think are playing Davillion right now? Realm Reborns. Five hundred. Oh, Davillion? No, wait, it's, it's seven thousand. Just launched. Is it seven thousand for Davillion? Uh, which is Real- a good point I wanted to bring up. Davillion is on Steam, which is a great idea by the by the by Tryon, right? Yeah, I think if they didn't put it on Steam, that number would be a lot lower. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't have access to the glyph numbers, but being on Steam definitely helps them a lot. I mean, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy is, is, is doing pretty well, and it's, it's only like five like 5.7 thousand here. But that, that's also a you know, subscription-based game, so it's not a fair comparison entirely. Uh-huh. But then again, this, this month is all free, so I, I guess it's a bit of a fairer comparison this month. Oh, that's true. Right? There's, uh, there's some kind of return to FF14 yep. thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, is this, is this, does this signal a revolt against the, uh, the trend in uh, casualization of MMORPGs, so to say, or the streamlining of linear content? No, we're uh, still well, gonna have that. I, I, I don't think this is really fair to say either, because like, he used Mew Online as an example, mm-hmm. and that's still popular, and it's fairly casual when you look at it compared to other games. I think the biggest. Mobile Online is not that casual. I mean, it's not the most hardcore game, but it's a grinding game. Yeah, of course. The thing is, that's not really what you're talking about with the Western games that are maintaining popularity in their age. Uh, We can look at some Asian games. What are some older Asian games that are remarkably popular besides Moo? Maple Story. Lineage One, yeah, and Maple Story is still. Maple Story is what 2002 now 2003 came out. Maple Story reboot just happened, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Wasn't it 2003? I think 2003. Right, let's see. I think Maple Story is 2002 or 2003. I go with 2003. Uh, three, two, oh, three sounds right to me. 
Yeah. And I, I think a lot of what we're seeing with this, though, is probably people are looking at mobile and going, this is popular, and trying to adapt it to the MMORPG genre. And also, another game I want you guys to take a look at, uh, this, is, this is Tibia. They have 20,000 players online. This number actually goes, I've seen this number go up to 50,000 somewhat recently. So seeing 20,000 players on Tibia, and you compare that to the Steam list, that just puts into the top 10. And, th and this game is always like 15,000, 20,000 plus players online concurrently. So some of the most popular and the most played MMORPGs, I would argue, are the oldest ones. Well, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not really an argument. You have the numbers, it's right? It's fact-based. Yeah, it's fact -based. <laughs> But, but I, I still find that weird that so many new games, they launch with the buzz, they quickly die down. Well, one of the things you have to wonder is they launched when um, games were cheaper to make mm -hmm. and when there was less competition. Yeah. And if by solely existing and having content, they secured their future. But... but I. I isn't anyone that's played Tibia? I bet they've played all the new games too. If you go on Tibia today, you go on, you know, even, you know, some of these older games today. Even even Vanilla, those guys have played all the new games. You know, what I think the problem is today, and this is the same thing that's gonna, I think, crash the indie game market. Um, today, you still have a lot of good MMORPG ideas out there. You have a lot of good MMORPG developers and designers, but they're spread too thin. There's too many games, right? And so nothing really gets nothing is depth because of that. Like, like one of the big problems with Star Wars when it came out was people played the game in one month. I know I did. I got to max level in one month. I ran through all the content, then I quit in my first free month. Uh, so that's a problem. These games aren't launching with depth because you have, you have the, the designers and developers are spread too thin. Back when Tibia came out, Ultima Online came out. You know, you had like the number of MMORPGs out there was you can count them on one hand. Yeah. So you, you so all the talent had to go to one of those studios. So today, there's, there's just too many uh, projects going on at once. And you can and tell you know, by all the early access games we have. You know something interesting that I, I saw here on the Tivia website is one of the quotes was, death does matter. I mean, I feel like that was really true for a lot of the old MMOs. and New MMOs, it doesn't matter at all. Yep. Do you think people are really turned off by the fact that they feel like their actions don't matter? And I mean, I, I know that turns me off a lot in an MMO. Definitely, for me. Uh, the whole point of MMORPG is, is kind of to be in that world. Um, if death is just, you know, forgettable, uh, what am I, I'm playing a very hollow experience and it just doesn't feel like there's no point to the multiplayer if there's no consequences. Do, do you think that's why, like, maybe sur maybe survival games in a new MMO, they're, like, kind of taking over? Yeah, that's a good like, point. You lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. I mean, you, guys, maybe, uh, you guys played uh, Rust recently, right? How did that go? It was fun. Do you think our, our, our stuff is still up right now? I... I don't know. I'll take a look. <laughs> I would be shocked. But we should maybe play that again for the next uh, yeah. Sunday Fun Day. We, we, we will definitely do another video for that again. But one more thing I want to touch on. Oh, is Sean's that. literally checking right now. Yeah, yeah I like <laughs> it. But I was saying, I, there's a lot of Korean games that are still popular too. If you look at uh, Lineage 2, for example. Lineage 2 is still like pretty, especially on private servers. It might not be super popular on the official server, but the private servers are still booming. Look at Ragnarok Online private servers. They're still, they're still up there. Look at uh, Fly for Fun private servers. These games are all like super old. Speaking of old games uh, relaunching, I have a hilarious one for you, Omar. You you probably know this one, but I doubt uh, anyone else here does. Uh, mm. So a game called Luna Online is actually relaunching on Steam. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes way. Luna. Luna You're Online. Me. <laughs> and this game had the best music video. Uh, here. Oh, that, that that's no. worth sharing. That does Let, not see this. the Chinese arcade video. I guarantee you. I want to show you something too, guys. I had a, I had a, I had an old website, right? And I, um, well, while you're showing that too, actually, watch this first. 
This game. This is for like this video is for the Vietnamese version or something. Or Thai, Thai I just version? I just like this music video. I don't know why. <laughs> it's it's pretty silly. This is this is another old game too. Like, I I can't believe they're relaunching this. Like who's gonna oh, play this? Damn, it's returning with Suba Games as its publisher. What? <laughs> well, Suba Games picked up all these games. Is the worst. Oh. Well, the they're like the necromancers. <laughs> well, the problem is, it's like, oh, what is it? Um, you guys have all seen. You guys have all seen Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah, a long time it's, ago. It, it, it's like Faye. It's like they bring her back, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, what do I do now? I didn't <laughs> want this. We brought it back, and now what? You know, there's, there's no logical step. They brought back this Divine one. Souls. What a dupe game. Nobody played this one at the area or Outspark first published it. Nobody's going to play it now. Whoa, you guys don't it's, know that. It's just like the game didn't even want to come back. There are no <laughs> updates left. It's just, it comes back and it sits there because there's nothing they can do with it because the original developer doesn't care about it. Nobody else cares about it. Take, take a look at this, by the way. This is I think this is Suba Games' most popular title. And it also, uh, Matt, this is for you. It's also their oldest game. This is Dream. This is Super Games, the most popular oh, title. Oh, Preston Tale. Oh my god. I remember this. Sean, did you didn't you play this? No. I think I remember Hyun played it then. All right, it wasn't you. It was Hyun then. I played Preston Tale. I didn't play Preston Tale, but I played the sequel for about half an hour, and it was bad. <laughs> now just imagine how awesome the original must have been. I think they, well, they actually shut down the sequel. They shut down Preston Tale too, but they kept Preston Tale one. <laughs> sounds, yeah, sounds like RO. Rose Online well, is still up and, and yeah. updating too. And there's private terms for that too. The sequel was just like a cheap um, over the shoulder camera mm. view MMO. There there was nothing special about it at all. But mm. it, it felt my, like <laughs> a bad attempt to keep Preston Tail modern. It, it was Duke. I remember. I played when it first came out too. Just like try it. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is Duke. But what's, what's remarkable is Super Games has decided, you know what? I'd rather keep Divine Souls open than Prison Tale 2, okay? Divine Souls. It's a terrible game. <laughs> you guys I mean, don't know how much I hate Divine Souls. Aren't, wow. aren't most um, stupid games... Oh, they're all games, garbage. Like, aren't they pay-to-win anyways? Uh, I mean, I, I've looked at their monetization model in a while, but... I mean, like, I, they, they brought back Domo, and I could swear I remember a lot of people saying it was even worse than it was on Aria. <laughs> I love Domo now. I played the shit of that game. <laughs> and about Loot Online, before we skip ahead, okay? Take a look at this wallpaper for Loot Online, alright? We got. What is it? Look, 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 look at this. I just appreciate this this elf chick. Oh boy. Alright, let me see this. Oh, mama. <laughs> Ooh, mama! <laughs> so, what's wow. funny is, I, I had a wallpaper site for like some of these uh, RPGs, right? And like, we had a section for Loot Online, so we had like 20 wallpapers, right? They all had like. 500 views, 1,000 views, right? And then, boom, this one's got like 50,000 views. She's got, pretty, she's got pretty good handlebars. <laughs> I Can like it. Talk the, about the long years, so you know? Old. Perfect. <laughs> it, it's so old. It's 1024 by 786. Yeah, this, res <laughs> this resolution is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> when I was your age, we had to, uh, we, could, we could count our pixels on one <laughs> hand. <laughs> Man, so again, these old games are crazy. I mean, Loot Online, obviously, it's going to be Duke because you no, know, it's brought by Super Games. They have no chance. Okay, Super Games just needs to stop necromancing these old games and let them rest in peace. They should try going for something new. Yeah, 
Or I even, just I just imagine like stupid games like in in a graveyard just like defiling like all, all <laughs> <laughs> they're like digging up the corpses they can revive them. <laughs> oh, the necromancer comment was perfect because it describes them really really well. <laughs> Should we bring this one back? I don't know which one. Oh yeah, no, for, for, just... for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wait a minute, this game, this game is actually decent. Let's have, we gotta go for the shit games. Right? Let's see what else do they have. They have um. Oh, they, they have, have Lucent Heart, my favorite game. I did a funny video for that. Lucent Heart, Divine Souls, Bounty Hounds. I, I remember when Lucent Heart first came out. I played it when like Bean Fun or whatever Lucent, had it. Bean Fun. And basically, um, the entire first week was nothing but like trying to get people to get married and take part in love <laughs> events. <laughs> like every nice 10 dances. minutes, there would be an announcement about it. Dude, their, their website says relive the magic, loosen heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made a troll video for that in Mozaka, which is pretty good. It was like, it's like a good 20, minute, 20 minutes long, though. Loosen heart. And uh, we'll move oh. on to. Uh, LB and online because I, I, I wanted to mention this earlier, but I guess I kind of forgot. But uh, LB and online, they got a pretty huge milestone this week, and it kind of fits into what we were talking about with uh, founders packs. They sold, guys, get this, sixty thousand founders packs. Holy That's crap. not bad. What's the what's the uh, price? Minimum price? I don't know, but uh, I, I'll go check right now. I want to say thirty. It's thirty. So the we played LB on online. Uh, it was actually a different experience. That's what I appreciated about it. So here's my beef with this Founders Pack in this game. You guys know how much I love Founders Packs, but listen. If you paid 30 bucks, you can start playing on November 25th. If you paid 50 bucks, you can start playing November 24th. If you paid $100, you play one day before that too. Just mm. breaking up the, the closed beta dates by like one day, is, I, I feel that's just mean. Right? Well, uh, it made me feel cool because we got to play on, the, on that earliest day, right? <laughs> yeah. But. And we got none of the benefits for it though. Yeah. That's true. That's true. None of that premium status. But, uh, yeah, Albion Online. Very, very original game. I liked it. Uh, you basically gather resources as you grind. Mm -hmm. You make stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's got PvP. Uh, yeah. It has potential. It just, I, I just found it remarkable. They sold 60,000 founders packs already. So I'm going to bust out the old calculator. What is that? $1.8 million? Oh, if, if we're talking about millions, it's a good transition to you know what. Oh, God. My favorite game. <laughs> Who wants to bring it out? Star Citizen. <laughs> Star, Star Citizen. Citizen. Go it on, has, man. It's proven that you can say whatever you want about hyped games, and you still will not keep it from making money. <laughs> it's true. Star Citizen, through all the drama with Derek Smart and all that, and the threatened lawsuits, has broken a hundred million. That's a lot of one hundred million dollars raised in crowd uh, funding so far. They, Getting that last... Bud Light warmed up, Gomer. <coughs> whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> their, their last stretch goal was thirty-five million dollars ago. They haven't had a stretch goal since. So that's crazy. You know what this tells me? Games need to like the most hyped games. The best thing they can do for themselves is to just never release. Every time the release date rolls around, oh, delayed for six months. Let's take more money. <laughs> Well, didn't we get like an alpha? Uh, well, not us because we didn't pay for it. But didn't everyone who bought uh, uh, into the early access uh, get oh, no, some it was gameplay? Everyone, I think everyone had free play access to that. everyone. Yeah, but Even it wasn't. It wasn't alpha 2.0. Everyone gets to play. It was. Oh. It was just... starting two days ago. It was alpha 2.0. Oh, for everybody. Yeah, somebody um, on Reddit said that. 
Oh, I guess I missed out then. When I played, it, I did not have access to all the features. I just had the the space flight, and I got to walk around the hangar. So how was well, the space flight? Um, you would have had to re-download anyways. The controls are, you know, it's like a wheat dangerous, the way the ship handles. It's it's kind of intimidating at first, but, you know, I mean, it's fine. I don't, I, it wasn't, you know, I'm not like, oh my god, let me get my wallet and get some money. <laughs> oh my god, take my money. So is there, is there a ground-based aspect, like shooter? Like, I, I'm watching yeah. this video, because you guys are the walking way around. it worked was, you would go in the game, and you would start in the hangar, and then you would have to access which module you want to take part in, whether it was space flight or it was uh, the FPS combat. So it was not a seamless world. It's I modular. See. You okay. choose which arena you want to take part in. Well, Alpha 2.0 is seamless. Is it really? The whole thing? Yes. Okay. That's pretty cool. Seamless. And That's they have impressive. like three stations, a planet, and some other stuff. It's tiny comparatively, but Maybe I should it's there. there. It's still tiny, you said. Is, is, is there a sense of like... Is the, is the dream coming together, Matt? What do you think? Uh, based on the video I watched, no. You can clip into the ceiling and then fly <laughs> out into space. Oh, yeah. Let's, the dream uh, is dead. The dream is still dead. Wait, is this still playable by everyone right now? No. Oh. It ended today. Oh, my Damn. goodness. But, um... Well, it's pretty. It's pretty. And, um... See, I, I never thought Star or Elite Dangerous was all that intimidating until you turned off flight assists. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did that, and uh, keyboard and mouse was not happening. <laughs> not happening. Space flight games are uh, they're they're intense, you know. But um, uh, I mean, right now, I guess my personal opinion would be. Just wait for Elite Dangerous to put multi-cruise ships in, and you'll have a better experience than Star Citizen. Hmm. So I know originally this wasn't supposed to be an MMO. They're kind of just going for the space sim. But uh, with all the features they've added, the, the ground-based stuff, all these modules, is it looking more like what we would consider an MMO now? Or no? It's definitely an MMO. It's like phased, like, um, again, like Elite Dangerous. I don't know what the number per phase is, but it's... You can um, you get randomly matched up with other players, and it's not everyone. Hmm. All right. Well, it's uh, it's, it's happening. Stuff stuff's happening there. It's happening. Ah. One more thing I want to show. Uh, I guess you put this podcast too. It's nice. This chart over here. Take a look at the. These are the top five digital games of uh, twenty October twenty fifteen in terms of sales. And I, I see some interesting things on here. So I curious what you guys think about this. this. I actually, wrote about this. If you look at the, what I find interesting, if you look at the pay to, pay to play MMO, you have World of Warcraft West. And the number two there is Lineage 1. Do you think we're going to see Lineage 1 past World of Warcraft anytime soon? <clears throat> oh, that's a good question. I don't think until after uh, at least a year, so after the next expansion comes out. Yeah. Because that'll spike it, and then, and then when that starts dying. I think it's possible that within the next couple of years, Lineage 1 <coughs> is going to start making more money than World of Warcraft, which is absolutely nuts. Well, remember, well, World of Warcraft is represented twice on this list, though. Yeah, that's true. See, what, yeah. I, what I see here, though, is Star Wars The Old Republic in third place after you guys were just saying that old games are more popular. That's true. Star Wars The Old Republic is doing pretty well. I'll give it that. But, but Terra's on there, too. Terra's a little bit old now, too, isn't it? When did Terra come out? And that's out? Terra in the West. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, Terra in the East is not doing that well. I think Star Wars is probably the best example out there of uh, the success of going from a subscription to free-to-play. 
Well, keep in mind, this is under the pay-to-play, so I think they're only counting subscri- subscription revenues. Right, right, but, but a lot of people who subscribe start as free players, which yeah. who, yeah, who, would not, who would not have well, you know, I, bought well, the game. They don't, they don't really have a choice, though. I mean, it's a trial. No. It, it's, defi- it's definitely just a trial. It's a big trial, but it, it's a trial. It's not a free-to-play Is game. there a limit on your... Ma- can you get the max level without paying? Yeah. Yeah, but you can't take part in a ton of stuff at the end. And like your inventories are limited and stuff, but I mean you can still like play. It's a, it's a, I mean can you can you do PvP? Yes. Like, but yes. There's a ton of content locked out. Okay. Okay. Well, it, it's in between there. But when I think a trial, I think more like artificial limits on how far you can get. The fact that you can get all the content at least single player content, it it, it makes me think it's more free to play. But obviously there are some restrictions there too. And there's not like a way to buy your way out of the restrictions. Really, it's you have to subscribe. It's you pretty much have to subscribe. Anything else interesting here you guys see on this list? Crossfire uh, went down. Yo, Crossfire was making more money than Lee as of you know, yeah. I guess the month before. And don't be surprised. I think it's very possible Crossfire will pass League, and those two are always kind of shuffling between one and two. I mean, Crossfire is insanely popular. Have you guys played Crossfire recently? Anyone this chat? Recently, no. Uh, Never. Recently, like four months ago. Okay, I think we should do a Sunday fun there for that one day. It wasn't bad because I played with. Uh, I like Crossfire. I played with Chicken and we played a decent amount. It was pretty, even though like we weren't good, we were we were decent and it was fun. Well, it's not pay to win, right? No, it. it's not pay to win. It's. It, I, I distinctly remember like combat arms being pay to win. Yeah, combat arms was stupid pay to win because like some weapons you can only rent for one day at a time, and then it was unbelievably expensive. And you, in order to get permanent weapons, you had to pay. And right, right here, right here, check it out. Check it, check, check out Crossfire. Crossfire! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trio, Viper. deadly sister mercy. Oh, baby! <laughs> the Vipers are in here. Dude, dude, watch the video. Look at the... Is your name... Look bl- at the knife. Look at the knife. It's so good. Oh, I like <laughs> her gun. She has, like, a Chinese gun. Is your name Global Risk? <laughs> I think those are, like, the factions. Like, the right. terrorists or, Special. or something. Oh my god, these characters look so weird. It's like they're trying to like up the detail on the characters' faces, but didn't do anything else. (laughs) They look out of place. Look at the kick. The kick kick looks looks so bad. Right? (laughs) Oh my god, the kick. (laughs) My god. It's freaking horrible, dude. Yo, shoot, this game makes uh, like over a billion dollars a year, right? Watch your mouth. You can afford to hire assassins to come after you. Hey man, at least at least I can play a girl character in this game. <laughs> right? Right, Counter Strike hasn't done that yet, has it? It's never gonna happen. Why? Not. You could. They're sexist. Alright, we gotta get the PC police all over Valve, alright? Oh, that's a good woman, point. Woman can be <laughs> SWAT members too, alright? PC principal. No. <laughs> Actually, on a side note, have you guys been watching South Park? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I've been watching season. this season. I missed. I, I haven't watched in a few weeks, so if, there's, if there was a new one in that time, I missed it, but... This season's really good. season is amazing. If you guys haven't watched South Park, uh, Sean, this is like a good it. season to watch. It. Oh my god, the, the, the Yahweh episode was hilarious. <laughs> alright. <laughs> if, if you guys haven't seen South Park this season, worth checking out, alright? Let's see what else. A- anything else worth watching? Somebody actually recommended I watch... Uh, one Punch Man. Have you guys watched that yet? Uh, that is no, also recommended to me. Yeah. And the comments have we've been recommended to watch it in the comments too. So. It's like yeah. a, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like a, if you like anime, if you if you watch a lot of anime, you'll appreciate. It's like a it's like a like a parody, I guess, or like about other animes, I suppose. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Matt, 
I'll watch. I'll give it. a One Punch Man a chance. I'm trying to think. Of, what is the last thing I watched? It was anime. I really haven't seen anything. It's. Uh, I recommended Omer here watch Ghost in the Shell, the movie. The yeah, uh, movie. I, I will as per Sean's recommendation. But I want to put this out there right now. I did not like Akira. I know that's like the holy you're grail that made for a lot of people. Of here. I didn't like Akira. I didn't like Akira oh either. Oh my god! Oh, all right. Uh, uh, Shu and Matt, where do you guys stand on Akira? I haven't watched it. Ugh. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Okay. Okay. Oh. So, so basically, by the rule of majority, Aaron and I both say we didn't like it, and you liked it means you're wrong, right? It's here near the majority over here. This is like how democracy works. Right? We're talking about movies now. I came across this funny, uh, this funny picture on uh, Twitter. It's uh, it's a it's a trending topic. I thought it was hilarious. It's like a uh, explain a film plot badly. So this is from Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> a group of friends decides to spend less time online. <laughs> Dude, somebody needs to do like a like a YouTube channel that's like drunk history, but it's um explaining like uh, film plots. <laughs> be amazing. Do you guys watch Drunk History? Yeah, once. Like, Shows like It's one of the best. Learned a lot about history. Right? It's like so educational and so entertaining. <laughs> School should be just like that. <laughs> I have not watched it. Oh my god, man! Yo, we should I, watch. We should watch some later. I'd watch it with you. Yeah, I, I've been I've been streaming some some Liga this week. I think I did oh, two really? two days. Two, yeah, two league, two or three days of league streaming, and I played quite a few games. Uh, did I put, did I put, you win, or were you not trying? Oh yeah, I, I won. I won every single game I streamed, actually. So, so how, how is oh. my old friend? How is your old friend Ligu? Uh, the yeah. thing, it's different because they changed. Like, I'm gonna sound like an old old person here, but like they keep changing things. All right. Oh yeah, yeah I noticed that. Same. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. I actually played it recently too. The masters are completely different. Yeah, well, they do that every once in a while. <laughs> no, but completely like. Yeah, I know. They do that. Every, they do that once in a while. They just change all the masteries. I, I I haven't seen a change this big in a while, for the mastery system. It's, eh, it's just, it's a little bit more if anything. But still, they change the masteries. Like we they redo all the masteries once every season or every other season. Hmm. But I I want my games out of sheer because I knew what I was doing. I was playing on my remote play account. I was, I decayed to Diamond Five, so my games were a little bit easier. I think I'm back to Diamond Four now, and I. I, I was laying, I was I was always matching against new heroes. That I don't know what they do yet. And there was there was item. There's new items in the game too. I don't know what they do. They changed a lot of things around. Didn't know what's going on, but I managed to win because skill. All right. Damn. Skill doesn't age. This guy. This guy. It's like riding a bicycle. You know. Yeah, it's riding a bicycle. Right. You ride it. You know. Can't, you can't forget. You play your opponents, and then you say GG easy. But I put those. I put the video up on YouTube for the people that missed the stream. But it it, it was a lot of fun. I, I made a lot of commentary. I, I, I had a blast streaming that. I was actually speaking of streaming, streaming. Uh, we need to start getting on our Twitch game, guys. Uh, I know we said it before, but we want to try to do this uh, podcast live on Twitch starting mm -hmm. next year. So that way, you guys can uh, uh, give us some uh, commentary and you know bring up discussions, ask questions of us. Yeah, that, that's a goal. Just, so anytime you guys want to bring up a new topic or just, you know, we'll always take, you know, uh, viewer questions and stuff. We'll talk about whatever you guys want. It'll it make it more fun for us, too. Almost like a talk show. Yeah. So, Ooh. That should be the goal starting January, whatever the first podcast is when January begins. I don't know that, when that Tuesday is, but. It's, uh, take it's a the 5th of January. Okay. The 5th of January, right? It will be, it will be live. Don't lie. Yeah. Are we going to tell people about, you know, the, the envelope thing, you know, the. No. 
What do you what do you guys think about uh what do you guys think about the well obviously Star Wars is coming soon but so they're making they made they made another mobile game about this Star Wars have you guys heard about this about what Star Wars Uprising I mean we're not on our mobile oh yeah this launched last I don't even know about this game till like yesterday is this linked in any way to the MMO because no this is the most useless trailer all right let's see this it's it's supposed to be okay so basically. They wanted to bridge the gap be- between six and seven. So uh-huh. their genius idea was to make a story-focused mobile game. Well, uh, so this is story-focused. That's cool. That's no. innovative. No, I don't think there's any story-focused think, mobile think, games. But so do you have to do you have to play this to have a good idea between six and seven? No, I really doubt that. Okay, good because nobody's gonna play. I'm, I'm not gonna play this. No, a lot of people probably will. Mobile, mobile's big. You know that the cutscene that that one. Stormtrooper guy with the big machine gun looked pretty badass. He looked more like a space marine than a stormtrooper. I like, I like it's ninja he did look like around. a space marine. I like the top comment. I can smell the microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> smell that money. It kind of looks like Borderlands, like but like an early edition. <laughs> I am not enthused. Let me put it that way. But the game is doing pretty well. It's, I think it has over 100,000 reviews on uh, wow. Google Play already, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. So anybody the, do any of you guys plan on trying this? No. No. Solid I by now. A solid no for me, too. For start this, uh, I'll play it. Oh, yeah? It's, it's free, so sure. You, yeah. you, you can give us your, uh, your opinion on this. It is by Kabam. They make a lot of games, though. Dude, I'm like I've I've been recently converting over to mobile. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm like good, devolving, good. guys. <laughs> I mean, eventually we're all gonna so, have to convert, guys. Just just uh. So the the question here is, how many games do you have to play to keep a stamina bar full on all games at all time without paying anything? Ooh, good question, Matt. Because <laughs> that's how all these games make money. <laughs> you can't have just one game, otherwise, yeah, your, your stamina bar is gonna run out. I can I can happily say I don't think I've ever successfully played a mobile game on my phone ever. I installed Pocket <laughs> Maple Story because I did the interview. I just wanted to know what it was like, but like I never went back to it afterwards. It's just something about touchscreen that I just sacrilege. You should have played Bane Glory. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Isn't that the MOBA? It's the MOBA. Yeah, Bane oh, Glory is MOBA. like one of the best, most streamlined MOBAs. Really. Uh, we, yo, know, we should find a way to actually Sunday Funday that, cause like it's a MOBA, and it's a mobile game. I mean, we've never done a mobile game. I tried I doing. Have, uh, I tried doing it on the on the BlueStacks. Doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, nope. damn. Vainglory did not work on Bluestacks. Well, we can, I mean, we can, we, can, we can do it on. We can do it on like an iPad or something. It's like an emulation not switch. Of that kind would melt your computer, anyways. Yeah. Uh, look. Uh, take a look at the the link. Matt linked for oh, I did, I did. I, I put that on. Yeah, oh, the, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chewbacca's talk <laughs> and R2D2 as well. <laughs> Bleep boop. Yeah, okay. Right. Who, who's going to see the new Star Wars movie this week? I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait till next week. Whoa, I'm gonna whoa. see it sometime after Christmas. Is it coming on the 17th? No, the yeah, seventh, 18th officially, 17th night. Because okay, so the tickets have been sold out, as far as I know. Oh, probably Another, sold out here too then. I'm gonna wait till I, I don't even go see it on Christmas Eve. I think that's my plan right now. During like the matinee and Christmas Eve, and I hope no one will be there. 
Guys, it has a 9.5 on IMDb already. How is that possible? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they paid Amazon a lot of money. Yeah, take a look. Fun fact, Amazon owns IMDb, guys. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm, I'm predicting it. I'm, pre I'm actually not predicting. Red Letter Media predict this. But it's going to be the same plot as the, the very first movie, A New Hope. It'll have a Death Star and... Uh, well, it'll have a Death Star. That much is... <laughs> Clear. I don't know. I, I'm less excited about the movie and the plot and all that, and I'm more excited to find out why Mark Hamill isn't on any of the posters. He's good. He, he's a bad guy. He's, he's a, a bad Sith guy. Lord. He's Call, a Sith Lord, yeah. We've seen the, the trailer. That would make it a good movie, but I, I can't see it happening. Guys, I, guys. I really doubt it, too. I still, I'm still believing. Guys, look, look at Disney's marketing campaign for Star Wars over here. What do you guys think about that? I saw this. This is what um, we call uh, cross-promotion, right? Disney is a, is a, is a massive conglomerate that sells everything. I, I think that comparing your oranges to a droid makes me not want to eat them. <laughs> what about the second one? What, what, about, what about these Yoda balls? <laughs> the comment for that is, buy grapes, you will. <laughs> same, color as me, same color as me, they are. <laughs> it seems so random to put this there. <laughs> There's no reason to do this. And then they're pristine. There's pristine quality being seedless, okay? Seedless. Okay, okay. guys, guys. Real talk. Okay. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, real talk. We've got 10K left in the marketing budget. What should we do with it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good use of money, I think, all right? Real talk. Uh, grapes with seeds. I hate them. What do you guys think? Depends on the grape. Yeah. I can't handle the seed. My, my, bo my fragile body cannot handle these seeds. They're like those yeah. Asian grapes. Like, I'll eat it with the seeds. What do you do? Do you, do you spit it out, the seeds? Yeah. You could just, yeah. If they have seeds, I, I just man up and just eat them with the seeds. <laughs> and I, I won't eat very many, but I'm like, you know what? It's too much effort to, to take the seeds out. So just eat, eat it with it. <laughs> it's not a watermelon. Just eat the seeds. Yeah, nothing happens, right? Uh, actually, a watermelon grows in your stomach. You you poop it out. Yeah, I saw that on Rugrats. Yeah, I saw that on Rugrats too. The watermelon episode. <laughs> I wouldn't eat. I would not eat the seeds because of that episode. <laughs> that, that actually did traumatize me. You got well. See, I I don't know. I watched a video recently that started explaining all the hidden references in um, Rugrats, and I'm more scarred than, by that than anything. Ooh. All the adult humor they used to put in kids' cartoons to satisfy yeah. their parents forced to watch it. I, I, There's one I, from I Ren and Stimpy. Happens. There's one from Ren and Stimpy that I'm like, oh my god, how did they get past the censors? <laughs> I don't it's remember like, any of that show. It's like, how did our friends name two characters in World of Warcraft Little Ski and On Your Face? I don't know. They yeah, that's know. true. They just didn't know any better. That's really what it came down to. <laughs> Little Skeet was a good name. <laughs> Got away with that for a long time. Guys, next up is the Mace Windu Kiwi Fruit, all right? <laughs> Wait, there's more? No, no, that's the comment was. They were hoping for it, but there's, there, it's not there. Damn, you got my hopes up. And the guy replied to the Mace, the Mace Window Kiwi Fruit comment with that. That's racist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reddit. You, you PC, bro? You PC, bro? The Darth Maul sausage. <laughs> That'd be good, too. But yeah, this movie's gonna make tons of money. Tons of money. Well, highest grossing of all time. I think so. And 
on the topic of mobile games, too, I, the company that made the, that mobile game, the Star Wars one, look at the other games. I feel like they, they just make all the big franchise games. Like, is that, I, feel, I find that kind of weird. They make Lord of the Rings, The Hunger Games, The Hobbit. This Marvel game makes a shit ton of money. Or yeah. Even a editorial I did, and they're just about to expand it to China. So the Kabam is, is a big contender in the they're huge apparently global scene, and their name is not out there in the same way. Super I don't Solis. think I've played a single Kabam mobile Kabam! game. Yet. I know I haven't. They're um not so great on PC though. They took Realm of the Mad God, for example, and ruined it. Oh How, dang! I used to like Mad Realm of the Mad God. They like I don't remember what they did, but they um messed it up. They done goofed it up. Do you know who's invested in Kabam? Hmm. Uh, Alibaba invested 120 million into Kabam. Today I learned. Today he learns. Um, <laughs> and Touch Arc. What do they got here? Oh, they have Wartoon on mobile. Wartoon. Wartoon is a mobile version. Yep. Damn. That's another <laughs> pay-to-win garbage Chinese game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I call it as I seize it. All right. Hey guys, I, I have a I have a topic of discussion. Hmm. Bring it so up. Uh, I see this Hunger Games game here, right? Mm -hmm. You guys think uh, you think I think it's a good idea or a horrible idea to make a actual Hunger Games game? So this is different because this one here, if you look at it, it it takes place. It's like the the uprising thing. Like I'm talking like the actual Hunger Games game. Like do you guys think that's a horrible idea? That's an amazing idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think, I, I think it would be crowd. the. Longest competitive matches I've ever played. But. I mean, I mean, think about the topic though. You're talking, we're, we're talking a game where you get a bunch of kids and you just all kill each other. Like, is this is this a good idea? Oh, like, for PC, right? PC wise. <laughs> mm. I, I, I mean, do, do you feel like it can be done? Right? Oh, okay. I feel like done. it can be done. It well, can be remember, Ark has that game mode that's like this, but again, it's, that's yeah, but on Hunger Games. Not Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah, I'm talking like an actual yeah. like Hunger Games game. Just make it permadeath, and you can only play once. They can complain all they want, but they can't do it in game and ruin it for everybody else. And, and if you pay a hundred dollars, you unlock you unlock Katniss, all right? <laughs> <laughs> She's Master Archer. <laughs> Never misses, even if you're facing yeah. the wrong way. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, cause the it can't be like too violent or anything, but cause I, I don't know. Yeah. You guys have seen what comes out of Japan, right? I don't think that kids killing each other is going to be as controversial as you think it is. I mean, in, in, in America, it will be like it's we're not in. in hey, the movies exist. But that's true. The movies exist. What's the, it's just a different medium, right? Exist. But the yeah, movies but, are rated PG thirteen, aren't they? But movies, yeah, you're no. also like a spectator to the movie, whereas like if it's a game, you have like you're gonna but, have kids playing but, as kids. Movies, they're real people. Games, it's a digitized form. Yeah. Ooh. I think, honestly, I think America wouldn't mind that because I think Americans are pretty okay with violence compared to like other countries. Sex? Yeah. yeah we, can, we, we can't handle the sex, but we can handle the violence, right? We can handle as much violence as you can throw at us. Yeah, 17 year olds killing each other is okay. God, God forbid there, they have sex. You can't put a nipple in there. Right? <laughs> we, can't, we can't handle the nipples. <laughs> Speaking of which. Perfect example, people were still complaining about the censorship in Xenoblade Chronicles X. <laughs> I haven't heard about that, but I also don't. They changed, like, one outfit for a character that's underage that's, like, 16. 16 is, is right. That's your link. Right? That's your link. I, I've heard great things about Xenoblade. Uh, it's yeah, a Wii, Wii U, right? Yeah, it's for Wii U yeah. only. So uh, that, that means I probably that. will not play it because I don't have a Wii U, but... yeah. 
But uh, yeah, it sounds like a. I need a good JRPG. I haven't really played one in a while. Okay, what got censored here? Oh, it's like the the swimsuit looking thing. Link it. Yeah. Find the picture and share it with us. I, 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 want, I want to see I, this. I'm not sure. This provocative this is, 16 year old, right? Is this like <laughs> actually? Is this actually it? Like here. I'm not, I'm not sure. I haven't played the game. Yeah. It, what, what's so controversial about this? The the left side is the original, I think. I want to see right this. The right side is the sensor. Okay, we can't see the underboob, but we can see the like. There's even more cleavage showing under. Oh no, I see. Uh, all right, I thought you just meant just the left and the, the right from there. Oh no. no. What kind of outfit is this on the left? What's wrong with you, Japan? <laughs> That's what you wear in combat. It makes it more <laughs> flexible. All right, you got to be on the move. Yeah. All right, when you're when you're doing somersaults, you're fighting through stuff. All right, you gotta be you gotta be. I will Mobile. say though that uh, Xenoblade. This looks. This looks for a Wii, for a Wii U game. It looks amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm watching well, this trailer. Well, there's there's a caveat though. It costs, or you have to download 10 gigabytes of data to keep it running well on what? your 32 gigabyte maximum. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Oh, can that be? Funny. Can you can you put a custom drive into the Wii U? Like hook up an SSD. Yeah. And... Not that. Or like a USB stick. But yeah, can you though? I don't know. I don't know if it allows you. I don't have a Wii U either. I think you can. As far as I know, I believe you can. <laughs> I was talking to somebody. He had no extra space on his Wii, and uh, he's like, "I'm too lazy to buy a, an SSD. I'm just gonna delete everything." <laughs> but, but it seemed like he's insinuating that you could. So I'm not, you know. <sighs> Well, you know what? MMO's news has been kind of dry this week because we really went off topic this time. We can talk about uh, Counter-Strike. Yeah, that's a big oh, stuff. Yeah. Sure, I, sure, I think you need to take us away with that. Okay, so they, they released this winter update for Counter-Strike. Actually, I had the video. And uh, pretty much turned it into this. Take a look. The Wild Wild West. So we got the... Um, God, what company was it? Was it uh, Smith? For what? I turned the, the music on for this video because I just knew it was gonna be awesome. So, um, yeah, me too. <laughs> so they they added a new R8 revolver, mm -hmm. and um, it, it was pretty much being called the pocket op. If you guys know what the op is, it's yeah. like the sniper rifle rifle, and you can straight up like one shot a dude with it. Well, uh, even like. At range, a yeah. Non -headshot, one, a non-headshot one, one click? Yes. No way. Yeah, that's why it was, like, so bullshit. Like, people were really angry because, like, pretty much the game devolved into, like, nobody buying rifles. Oh, oh, and simultane simultaneously, rifles got nerfed. Wow. Like, the AK-47 and the M4 got nerfed. Mm -hmm. So, you had all these people just running around with revolvers and armor. And, like, like... Okay, there's two firing modes on it. The first mode is um, it winds up the shot, so when you you fire the gun, like it like clicks, and then like you know the chamber rotates and then fires. Mm -hmm. Right, so you have to hold it down, and it, um, it takes a little bit to fire, but that one's like 100% accurate, and I believe it's also accurate while you're moving, so you can just like move ah. back and forth. This and then as long as shooting everybody. Yeah, as oh. long as awesome. You, as long as you keep the, music the cursor on the person, they get shot. Now it's like another thing is it has a secondary um, firing mode that's like full on cowboy where you're like hitting the the, the hammer, mm -hmm. and you can rapid fire it. So like 
there's two things you can do. One, you can like strafe around and shoot people at range and like one shot them with a body shot. Or you can like hide around the corner and then when someone runs around the corner, you just like unload on them huh. with the, the hammer thing and they just die. And it's it was like people were getting so angry because they were like they were like really like you know, you took like this really good skill based game and just took a shit on it pretty much. So <laughs> Okay, so I have a question though. How much does it cost in the game? Like like eight fifty. Wow. Nothing. So it's really cheap. Eight fifty, dude. It's like, like a it's deagle. Like, so pistol, pistol yeah, level. It's 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 hundred it's hundred and fifty more than the deagle. It's it's ridiculous. So pretty much like I said, it's like the game like awesome. you queued up for the game and it was like Five revolvers, five revolvers, and just people running around with them. And, and this was really bad because people have been telling me, all right, I'm not playing Counter-Strike anymore uh, for like a couple of weeks until they fix this shit. And like, exactly, yeah. And, and it was actually such a big deal. They actually did fix it pretty quickly, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They released like an update within, I think, like three days where they were like, all right, guys, we fucked up. Like, <laughs> too, too good. And then, and then they nerfed it. So, was so this the first it, new gun they added? Uh, no, they added the CZ and the M4. Like the non-silenced M4. Okay. Yeah. It's so. It's, it it does take your deagle slot as well. So like you you have to swap out the mm -hmm. the deagle for it. But it was it was pretty pretty BS. But they fixed it and apparently it's like a little bit more playable now. It it doesn't one shot you to the body anymore, but it still does like ninety five damage. Okay, but was the was introduction to the revolver as bad as the initial reaction to the shield in Counter Strike one point six? Oh, I remember the shield. When that they shit had got, the like, shield, everyone got so pissed. All the, from all the competitive games, it was banned, right? Yeah, it was banned in every competitive game, but they still kept it in the game. Yeah, I remember that. Well, I actually didn't play it back then. Let me. Oh, what? Me. So they added a huge riot shield you can buy. Yeah. And you can only use a pistol with it, so you can't hold the rifle. But basically, if you right-click, you put your guy puts a big shield in front of him. All right, and you, and you just, just invincible? You're just invincible to bullets, yeah. From you, that angle. From that angle, yeah. From the front. So you got to, they got to naze at you or come around you. So did this turn into, like... Uh, one dude buys a shield in the front, and he goes in front, and then he like kind of moves, and his whole team like stacks behind him. It was uh, just weird. It was yeah. It just kind of changed the dynamic so much because people were just uh, hiding behind the shield and you know pistoling you. And it was banned in all pro games though. Yeah, it was 100% restricted. But in all the pub games, anyone can do it. It was just did they, did they have the shield in one in uh, Source? Oh, in Source, I don't. I don't think so. Recall. I don't think so. No. Remember the shield was not allowed in competitive games. Yeah, yeah. So I think the shield got more flack than the, the revolver. Yeah. I mean, the revolver was obviously a disaster. They fixed they they fixed it within a couple of days. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's it still does a lot of damage though. It's like not ninety five. I believe I shoot people for like ninety five with it from um from range. So like, what I would do is I would um my new my new eco buy is I buy like that and then I buy the super cheap SMG mm -hmm. and I shoot a dude once and I just spray him. Alright, alright. Counter Strike and all, but War Mode is still my game of the year in my heart, alright? Oh Did my they goodness. fix the hackers? Exactly sure, the hackers are a feature, okay? The hackers no, are a feature. <laughs> I don't I'm not buying into this Erhan no. hackers are a feature, okay? <laughs> I convinced Omar, I guess. Sure, it, it, it makes up the environment, alright? If, if, if you don't bump with the hackers, it's just it's it's different different weather once in a while, you know? I remember I, uh, whenever I went back to uh, StarCraft uh one on Battle.net. I, I, I knew to expect hackers. It, it's just part of the environment. So. Different yeah. weather, like raiding grenades. <laughs> yeah, once in a while, shoot, it's going to raid grenades, all right? You got to buck up. <laughs> get, get the umbrella. <laughs> on the topic of shooters, uh, Tribes Ascend finally got a new patch. And uh, this one, uh, High Res said they were going to give the game more love mm -hmm. since they started making more money from uh, Smite. 
Smite's really carrying high res quite a bit. Yeah. Possibly Davili now. Davili has a chance now, to do well. Isn't Davili Tryon? Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paladins is high res. Yeah, Paladins is high res. Yeah, but basically this patch like took it from its class-based shooter thing that they were doing and made it more like an older tribes game. Now it's light, medium, and heavy armor, and every one of them has access to all weapons, and you can only have one weapon from each um, mm -hmm. category. So that there are no annoying combinations, as they put it. Plus, what I like in this patch is they made it so you can just buy everything for a one-time purchase of ten bucks. So yeah, that too. That's so it's a ten-dollar game now instead of like a continuous, yeah, yeah, continuous spending money potentially, or just having to micro micro uh, micro spend, just grinding all the content that way. You can just buy anything you, for ten bucks. You can still grind all the content yeah. forever, but um, the ten bucks is definitely like more than reasonable, and it should. Definitely help. This is this is a beautiful looking game, and it's it's this is the, what I was saying about uh, Ghost in the Shell First Assault is if you compare it to like a game like Tribes Ascend, Tribes Ascend was so much different. I mean, it was a fast paced, you know, like you're basically just gliding all the time, super fast paced. This is what I'm talking about. A game that is different, all right. So I want to at least give Tribes Ascend like props for being different, although it didn't do too well commercially. But you know, <coughs> still, I, I want to see games try different things and just play. I already know I've played a game like Ghost in Shell dozens of times in the past. And there's only nuanced differences, differences between them. Okay, so that's a good point we, uh, to wrap up on. <clears throat> bring, the, bring the podcast full circle here. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a harder time getting into a game like Tribes because I haven't played the old ones too much. Mm -hmm. So it's such a, such a huge learning curve for me compared to a game like First Assault or well, Dirty Bomb or whatever. The game has, a, game has a much higher skill cap too. I, I, went, I, I went back the other day and... Probably I've had more trouble shooting people than in any other game I've ever played. Yeah, the skill cap is... No, well, skill cap is fine, but the, I'm talking about learning curve. Like, yeah, the learning curve is I like, don't care if the skill... It's, it's good for the skill cap to be high, but if, the, if, if, the, if I can't get to at least, like, decent in, like, an hour or two, I mean, that really... For me, that's a really big turnoff for a game, especially a shooter. Yeah, I feel like shooters should shoot be easier in general than other genres. The, the players are so small compared to the map where you're flying around, yeah. gliding around. It does make aiming very difficult for new players. And because and the you, game doesn't have a big appeal, like broad appeal, you're really playing against people that have been playing for a long time already. That's true. Though, to be fair, the servers are filling up again, and mm -hmm. I saw a good two dozen of them that were full, like 30 Ooh. players each. That's good. But yeah, we should, we should do a Sunday Funday video for this game uh, sometime. So we should do Sunday Funday videos for this, and... For, for everything. That, for, glory. <laughs> for everything. Vainglory, right. we got well, to we gotta put in the back burner until we figure out how to do it. Because uh, apparently it doesn't work on emulators. So one of us will have to actually stream it from our tablet. Just point a camera at your tablet. Guys. Ooh. I was thinking of buying that new iPad. What's it called? The one with the Pro? No, it's not, that, that thing is like 800 bucks. Is it? Oh. oh. Right? Isn't it? I think it might be more. <laughs> all right, I, I, I ain't spending that kind of money. Well, well, business expense, all right? We got all the, does, all the, does, does the, all the iPad, mobile games we can stream. Does the iPad uh, massage my balls, too? But think of all the Clash of Clans I could play on it on, in high res. No. <laughs> yeah, it's 800 bucks with uh, just Wi-Fi. If you want to get the, the, the cellular version, it's 1,079. I'm good. I'll pass. No, thanks. It's, I, mean, it, it, I mean, compared to the iPhone, it's... Not that much more expensive, I guess, but it's still it's well. Pricey. It's the same price as the uh, yeah as the plus. Yeah. You you know like I, I got myself a an iPad and like I didn't really think I wanted it until I got it. 
it, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Wii, right? Like you get the little remote thing. You're like, what the fuck would I want this as a gamer? <laughs> and then you get it, and you're like, okay, <laughs> all right. Now I now I can't live without this. All right, all right, shoot. Let's be, real talk. How, okay. all, how do you use the iPad exclusively in the bathroom? No. That, really? That, I, when, I, when I had my old iPad, I just left it in the bathroom. I used it every time I was <laughs> shit. I use it like every time I wake up. I use it. Do you do you use it before bed all the do time? You, do you use, I use it in the it, can? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I I mean I use it when I'm out, I go out too. You know I go grocery shopping. I use it. Do you do you do you, do, you, do you use it while driving? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not that hard. <laughs> guys, so, guys, I, you already know that I'm I'm already like pretty ADD, bad at multitasking. You, you really think I can drive and play? Yeah. What uh, which iPad do you have anyway? Um, mini. I'm actually regular? not sure. I got it from uh, my brother. He gave it to me. Oh, so. that's sweet. That's he, cute. He, There's too he many had iPads this deal. Now. He he signed up for like a a, a new phone because he, he dude. My brother has not been using a smartphone for like forever. He like just got one. Mm. And and I was just like like it's crazy, right? And mm -hmm. and so like he finally got one and they and like they were like you're on like this unlimited data plan. Like we don't want you to be on that. Here, have some free iPads to get it <laughs> off. So he got mm -hmm. two free iPads pretty much. Nice. And and he, he gave me one. So that's what I've been using. Well, Matt just linked the uh, Turok Dinosaur Hunter over here. Let's check this Wait, out. What? What is this? Turok trailer? Yo, I gotta check this. I Aaron and I played the original Turok on. I don't know if there's original. It was on N64. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. It was. We this played is the, the shit original. out of that. It's coming back. Oh, this is the one we played. Oh man, the nostalgia. So wait, is what are they making this for? What what's what console? PC. Yes. Oh whoa. Night dive. Yo, I want to play this again. Yeah. It's coming this back this week. So. This game was so hard as a kid. Yes. Like most N64 games, I could beat right when I was a kid. This game, you know, was so frustrating. The beginning was easy, but it just got really hard. Yeah, it got really hard. So the real question is, for the parts where they have multiplayer, are they gonna have online multiplayer now? Ooh. Yo, the nostalgia in this game is insane. Dude, they should re-release GoldenEye with multiplayer. They have these Velociraptors carrying guns. How badass is this game? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Omar, we should stream this and see if we can get further. Alright. <laughs> you guys are welcome to join. We can see if we can get further in Turok. Turok. Dinosaur Hunter. Okay. I'm pretty sure this was the hardest game we had on N64. Wouldn't that do really well, though, if they re released, like, GoldenEye multiplayer? For yes. Imagine GoldenEye coming out from Steam on a PC. You guys Golden clearly Source. didn't play the second half of Jet Force Gemini. That was hard as hell. Yo, no, Jeff I, I beat that game. We, we, yeah, we beat that game. That's a game we played the shit out of, too. Yeah. And no, I could be I, I could beat Jet Force Gemini. I could not beat Tarak. Once you once you get the you get the second guy that follows you around and the, the co-op mode, you can start playing co-op that way. Yeah, the little guy that flies around. What was his Floyd, name? Floyd or something. Floyd. Yeah, there you go. I think it was Floyd. It was a solid. There was a lot of good N64 games. That was that was a good console. I enjoyed. I enjoyed N64. I enjoyed N64. All right. Well, I think that's about it for this week. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's the, that's the news. MMO news. We covered uh, some of the basics. We talked. We got sidetracked as always, but uh, I think it's a good point to call it. I expect us to do the live podcast. Remember January. Yes. Right. So wait, let's, let's let's settle it before we go. Sunday fun day. I, I, I guess I want to do uh, tribes. How about first assault? 
Ooh, first Southern oh, Media. We all have, yeah, we all have early access, access now, yeah. right? Yeah, we should, we should, we should, we should do and that. And I can actually play it now. It's working. Yes, we can all do it now. Okay, that's a better idea because first that's actually a new is. game. Yeah, okay, sounds good. First Assault. Look for it on Sunday. Fun day. Yep. Fun. All right, well, that's it. Uh, say, your, say your farewells, guys. Later, guys. See you, guys. See ya. See ya. All right, that's it. Take care.